Hey, I'm Frank Burton from the Ragbag Podcast. I've just published a new novel. It's called 100, and you are going to like it. There was a boy who lived alone in a hundred-story tower block in the dirty city. There was a girl who vomited cash. There was a man who had one of those dreams about having a dream. There was an electrical engineer who was in possession of a rare form of sleepwalking. It's weird, it's wild, it's wonderful, it's in paperback and ebook format on Amazon, but hey, you're audio people. So I've made you an audio book available for Name Your Price. That's Name Your Price from frankburton.bandcamp.com. That's frankburton.bandcamp.com. And I know I'm biased because I wrote it, but trust me, this is going to... Welcome to Ragbag's Bonus Bag. My name's Frank Burton. Part three of Ragbag's Best Bits. This time it's the best of the sponsors. As regular listeners will know, we've had a number of different sponsors on this podcast over the last year and a half, and things have a tendency to go wrong, as you will hear. Listen out later for the tune of the week by the great Slamboree coming up after a big load of adverts. This episode is sponsored by Neil Sonup, a man with a van covering Aberdeen and surrounding area. Joinery, electricals, odd jobs, you name it, Neil does it at a competitive cost. Apart from carpentry, he's not very good at that. Contact via the website. If anyone out there in the big wide world happens to live in Aberdeen, it's unlikely, Neil, to be honest with you. Maybe this wasn't the best advertising platform. I appreciate the five grand and it's been well spent. I just think you'd get a better return on your investment if you opted for some local community radio. Or even just printed some flyers, you know. This edition is sponsored by Mavis Souls School of Marshmallow Making. A fully comprehensive 26-week marshmallow-making course in Hitchin, Hertfordshire. If you like marshmallows and you want to make your own, this may well be the best £3,000 you ever spent. If anyone's up for it, let me know how it goes. I've got a good feeling about this. Good, good feeling. Details on the website. This edition's sponsors have kindly donated a competition prize. Now, there is no competition on this show, and I have no intention of introducing one. But I do have this competition prize, and I really don't want to keep it for myself. So, someone out there might as well take it off my hands. If you can answer this simple question. What is the odd one out? One... White, two, cream, three, mauve, or four, Abraham Lincoln. It really is as simple as it sounds because, frankly, I really want to get rid of this competition prize. So please get in touch. It really is as simple as it sounds. suppose you want to know what the competition prize is yeah well it's uh, it's actually a set of silent maracas that's hollow beadless maracas i guess for anyone who enjoys playing the maracas but doesn't like the noise they make or anyone who wants to incorporate them into an act of some kind calypso mime artist perhaps 
courtesy of Mavis Soul's School of Marshmallow Making. I mean, it's generally assumed that a sponsor ought to be donating a prize that's in some way related to their business. A bag of marshmallows, perhaps. I'd have kept that. We won't have to go through all this tedious process, would we? Silent maracas. If I didn't know better, I'd say you were trying to be humorous, Mavis. But I don't think you are. I think you're being deadly serious. And that does cast some doubt in my mind about your intelligence and your ability to successfully run a credible marshmallow-making school. Where are your qualifications? Just a thought. Shout out to the proprietors of the Crafty Brunch Cafe in Stockport. I'm on to you. I'm an armchair detective, that much is true. I'll tell you what else is provable, folks. Your establishment is a glorified pickpocketing scam. It's that sign on the wall, isn't it? Management accepts no responsibility for any possessions lost whilst on these premises. Ha! I suppose it's none of my business, but I've taken the liberty of comparing your publicly available accounts records with the local crime stats. You don't attract many visitors, and the ones you do attract invariably end up losing their wallets. Coincidence? Now, I'm yet to alert the authorities on my findings. This isn't blackmail, guys. I just think you should put your money where your mouth is and sponsor this podcast. I have no qualms about handling your dubiously sourced funds. It's all worthwhile in the name of awesome music. I don't have a sponsor for the next episode yet, so please do get in touch ASAP. Otherwise, just saying. This edition is actually sponsored by your rival establishment, Manchester's very own Carb Kingdom, the only vegan restaurant in existence which doesn't serve vegetables unless it's potato. The world-famous home of the Anti-Atkins, that's their signature dish, a pasta, rice, porridge and chip sandwich. Nowhere near as gross as it sounds, guys. An irresistible blend of herbs and spices makes the anti-Atkins a meal to die for. Their words, not mine. Not sure if that's a coded health warning. Details on the website, including a voucher code for 7.5% discount for ragbag listeners. 7.5%, that's, well, better than nothing, I suppose. Keep up the good work. Congratulations to our competition winner. It was a trick question. The answer was yes. Good bit of sideways thinking. Gumbert in Mozambique. You're now the proud owner of a set of silent maracas. 100% beadless for hours of non-existent percussion. You'll have to pay the postage yourself, I'm afraid. I was really hoping this competition would be a one-off feature... As you know, I'm against the idea of competitiveness. It goes against my every belief. Unfortunately, some helpful soul has kindly donated yet another competition prize. Thank you, Brian from Sutton Coalfield. Get a load of his email. He says, hi, mate, mate. We've never met. Hi, mate. Nice idea of yours to introduce a competition to the podcast. It wasn't my idea, Brian. I'll happily donate my gold-plated cheese grater as a prize for your next edition. Look, it's very kind of you, Brian. I do thank you. I will indulge you on this one isolated occasion. 
So listeners, get in touch for your chance to win a gold-plated cheese grater courtesy of Brian in Southern Cofield. It's a trick question again, but I'm telling you it's a trick question, right? Name the odd one out. Is it one, two, three, or four? Think about it, but don't overthink it, yeah? The answer is right there in front of you. Name the odd one out. One, two, three, or four. If no one gets it, I'm keeping the cheese grater. And I'll say this now categorically, this is the last competition we're ever going to do. Let's not let this get out of hand in any way. This edition is sponsored by the Crafty Brunch Cafe in Stockport. Good food, good vibes, good times. Their words, not mine. Now, this is slightly awkward. You may recall I made a few disparaging remarks about the Crafty Brunch in the last episode. I stand by what I said. However, what I'm pleased to advise is that they've offered a special service exclusive to Ragbag listeners. All you have to do is mention to your waiter that you listen to Ragbag and from that point you're guaranteed uh, special protection. Just to point out, and I can't stress this enough, say it to the waiter as soon as you arrive. Don't wait until after the meal. You're not guaranteed protection without it. Once that one formality is out of the way, you can crack on with those three winning components of the Crafty Brunch's unique business model. Good food, good vibes, and good times. I can't personally vouch for the vibes side of things from personal experience. Last time I was there, they were playing the Chipmunks Christmas album and my wallet got stolen. They made a half-decent sandwich. That's all I'm going to say. By the way... If you're wondering who won the competition I set last time, I'm not telling you. You don't deserve to know. Book your ideas up, we'll see you about next time. Yeah, I said it. This edition is being sponsored by Alan Cabani's Luxury Snake Oil. Throw away your prescription medications, whatever your ailments... Alan Cabani's snake oil is guaranteed to provide an instant cure from cancer to the common cold. I mean, this really is fantastic news. So much so that I can't wait to get ill just so I can try this stuff out. I don't mind telling you. We've had some fairly unsuitable sponsors of this show over the last few weeks. Finally, I've discovered something genuinely revolutionary details on the website now let's get one thing straight listeners I'm not a pushover yeah but when people go to such extraordinary lengths to get what they want and it only takes a tiny amount of effort on my part to give them what they want sometimes I have to give in so thank you I suppose to Tina in Belfast to organise the online petition to reinstate the ragbag competition feature and in the words of the campaign release the name of the competition winner from episode 3 like he's a political prisoner or something unlike I haven't given him the prize privately already his name's Fritz Lang like the film director I sent him his prize the gold plate cheese grater if you recall he's been posting pictures of himself using it on Instagram every day don't encourage him by looking at him. He's not using the utensil for its intended purpose, and frankly, what I've seen will never be unseen. But he did get the question right. I asked, what was the odd one out? One, two, three, or four? The answer was, of course, two, obviously. Almost everyone went for one, because it's an odd number and its name is one, as in odd one out. Well, it wasn't that. And you're all saying it like it's obvious. If I'd asked which of these four numbers is the number one, then the answer would have been one. But that wasn't the question. Think about it. It's too late now. 
cheese grace is gone. Better luck this time. You will if you win anyway, big time. As part of the Bring Back the Ragbag competition feature appeal, listeners raised enough money to pay for an all-expenses-paid trip to Thomas the Tank Engine World theme park in Drayton Manor. Not my choice of prize, folks. Let me ask you a question, Tina. Who do you think listens to this podcast? My average listener downloads this show to, you know, hear the latest global sounds, bit of techno, bit of drum and bass. They're not listening in order to win a trip to Thomas the Tank Engine Land or whatever it's called. I'm really not happy about this. But here's your question. I got a theme tune stuck in my head now, thanks for that. Here's your question. And it's not a trick question this time, or maybe I'm just saying that to throw you off. Or am I? How many countries are official members of the G20? How many countries are official members of the G20? It's not a trick question. I know you probably think it is. It's not. Well, it is. You be the judge. I must say, Tina, in spite of everything, I am quite enjoying coming up with these questions. It's a bit of fun. Once again, I'm proud to announce this podcast is being sponsored by Alan Cabani's Luxury Snake Oil. A few people were a little surprised by the prices listed online. Yes, it is an expensive product. It cures Alzheimer's. What do you expect? For the more cash-strapped amongst you, I should mention in addition to the Luxury Snake Oil, there's a highly effective budget edition. It's no use to the terminally ill, but by all accounts, the budget oil provides an instant cure for a range of low-level ailments, from acne to clinical depression. Well, I never. Details on the website. So let's touch upon the newly reinstated ragbag competition feature. Last time I asked a question... How many countries are official members of the G20? It's a tough one, a deceptive one perhaps, but the correct answer was, of course, Andrew. Astonishingly, four people got it right. Four whole people. And there's only one prize. So I put the names in a hat, and then I lost the hat, so I had to start from scratch. Picked a name at random, Congratulations to Jose Bilk from Argentina. He's on his way to the Thomas Tank Engine theme park as we speak. Enjoy yourself. I realised the all-expenses-paid ticket was for one person, so you're going on your own, which is probably a bit weird, but enjoy your visit to the UK. I understand it's your first time. What I will say is the place you're visiting shouldn't be seen as representative of the rest of the country. That's not what most of our trains look like, right? As you know, I'm running this competition feature kind of against my will. I'll avoid the public outcry that happened last time I cancelled it, but nothing can stop me from sabotaging it myself right Brian from Sutton Coalfield has kindly donated another prize a gold plated egg timer this time sold it on eBay mate the prize this edition is a toenail from my big toe the left one you want to win one of my toenails answer this question What word am I thinking of? See how you like that. Once again, Ragbag is proud to be sponsored by Alan Cabani's Luxury Snake Oil. I've been advised that several bottles of the budget edition are still available. But according to Alan Cabani's marketing department, they are selling like hotcakes. 
And who doesn't like hotcakes, eh? Well, I can think of a few distinct groups who probably don't. You could have diabetes, uh, gluten intolerance, or simply people who don't like hotcakes. The snake oil, on the other hand, should be of interest to absolutely everyone, regardless of whether they have an illness that needs treating. You will need it one day. That's the fact of the matter. As it happens, if you do happen to have a condition that prevents you from eating cake, get yourself a pot of luxury snake oil and order yourself a couple of cakes while you're at it. As far as I understand it, your health condition will be permanently eradicated after a single dose. Go nuts! I do have one slight reservation and this is a shout out to Alan Cabani himself. There seems to have been some miscommunication between myself and your finance team. This is the third time I've advertised your products and I'm yet to receive any money from yourselves. Seriously, please can you get onto this Alan? Obviously that's not your real name. I've assured you already that I won't be revealing your real name on the podcast but then again you promised to pay me and you haven't. This isn't a threat, Alan. Mr. Cabani. You just wouldn't want me to accidentally call you by the wrong name and leave you a little um, <clears throat> exposed. I look forward to a swift resolution on this, yeah? Actually, I do have another slight reservation. The free sample product you sent me through the post, I tried applying it to a mysterious rash I've developed on my abdomen, and if anything, the rash has since got worse. Didn't work at all. I thought this was a miracle cure-all, Alan, as in it cures all, doesn't it? Not this particular ailment. I'm not saying that all those many testimonials on your Facebook page aren't genuine or anything, but I am starting to wonder, starting to have my suspicions. One final reservation, Mr. Cabani. That free sample you sent me, your, your finance department, having ignored all the emails I sent them, have forwarded me an invoice for £1,300. Clearly, this was a mistake. If you can get onto this too, thanks. I'm on Twitter, right? At RagbagFrank. And the Facebook page is RagbagPodcast. You think you can remember that? Make a note of that. Get in touch. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking to you, the general listener. I'm talking to. Mr. Alan Cabani, get in touch. We don't want this situation to escalate, okay? As a gesture of goodwill, here's a track that I'm dedicating to you. Uh, And I quite like it. So, this is for you, Mr. Cabani. By the way, I'm reluctant to touch upon this at all, like I prefer to pretend it didn't happen, but we've had an overwhelming response to the competition question I set last time. Despite the fact that the prize is my own toenail clippings, and despite the fact that the question was deliberately impossible, or so I'd assumed. I suppose I wasn't banking on the law of averages kicking in. I said, what word am I thinking of? And apparently so many people responded that it was inevitable that someone would eventually get it right. And so four people did. Asparagus was the word, if you're wondering. Asparagus, okay, yeah. You get a toenail clipping each, okay, the four of you. I'm not going to give you the attention you're clearly seeking by reading out your names and it's 
Not a coincidence that you all live at the same postal address. I suspect you're a single person using multiple aliases. Okay, I wasn't born yesterday. I know how these things work. Whatever. It looks like I'm going to have to up my game if I want to properly sabotage this competition feature now, doesn't it? So here we go. The competition prize is some air. Air in a padded envelope, to be precise. I'll mail it to you if you can get this question right. What is John's beef? I'll repeat the question. What is John's beef? Get in touch. And indeed, a big thank you to our new sponsor, Samuel Fuchs, Headset Untangler, for stepping in at the 11th hour. Sadly, due to a financial disagreement, we've had to part company with our previous sponsor. I say financial disagreement, it is quite simple, really. They said they were going to pay me, and instead of paying me, they sent me an invoice for £1,300, relating to a gift they'd sent me previously. Are you listening to this, Alan, Mr. Cabani? Have you ever listened to this podcast? Probably not. Too busy doing useless things. I'll tell you this, and it's not a threat, although it is a threat, really. I'm telling people your real name. Unless I get that payment by the time the next episode goes live. I said I wouldn't, didn't I? But you gave me certain reassurances, too. Anyway, onwards and upwards. Samuel Fuchs, Headset Untangler. What can I say about this amazing bit of kit? I don't know about you, but I often spend as much as 45 seconds untangling my headset wires. That's 45 seconds of quality music being missed there. This show could have been 45 seconds longer, and now indeed it can be. Samuel Fuchs, unique invention, patent pending, literally untangled my earbuds in the space of 12 seconds. You do the mathematics on that one, yeah? Just one little pointer, Samuel. I'd work on the name if I were you, I'll be honest. I realise Samuel Fook is your actual name. The trouble is, you sound like you should be running a novelty sweet shop chain or something. Or a candlestick maker. You don't sound 21st century enough. Call yourself something else. Call yourself Zach. Efron or something. Not that name specifically, that one's taken I think. I'm not actually sure who Zac Efron is to be honest. Hang on a minute, hold on, wait, wait, wait. What? As we speak, listeners, a further email from Alan Cabani's finance department just popped up on my screen. Let's check this out. They're still demanding £1,300, only this time they've whacked on a £250 late payment fee. Fine. You break your promises, I might as well break mine, Mr. Cabani. Or should I say, Felicity Bin Laden. Yeah. Look, I understand, in a lot of ways, it is an unfortunate family to have married into. I mean, financially and contacts-wise, it probably helps get your fledgling business off the ground but I can see why you've been working under an alias but why disguise your gender that's what I don't understand I know you fundamentalist dudes are a little bit backward about that sort of thing but come on Felicity now I don't particularly want this podcast to be dominated by disputes with potential advertisers. But sadly, that appears to be happening. I'm in yet more hot water with another ungrateful time waster. Former ragbag sponsor The Crafty Brunch Cafe in Stockport have threatened me with legal action unless I issue an apology for apparently implying that their establishment is some kind of hotbed of criminal activity okay guys although i frankly can't be bothered to listen back to previous episodes to confirm what i actually said i fully acknowledge that i only ever had circumstantial evidence to suggest 
that the proprietors of the Crafty Brunch have been somehow complicit in the numerous cases of petty theft which are reported to have taken place on their premises. I now realise that despite the regularity of these cases being several hundred percent higher than would be expected within the local area, this is purely a statistical anomaly and cannot be considered proof of, I think I use the expression glorified pickpocketing scam. Anyway, sorry for the confusion, I hope we can let sleeping dogs lie and perhaps you can ask your lawyers to stop writing me threatening letters, thank you. On an entirely separate note, I've decided to introduce yet another brand new feature to this show. It's a restaurant review. Um, every edition from this point on, I'll be giving you a full and frank assessment of a wide variety of dining experiences, from breakfast to lunch to... Uh, talking of lunch... I had lunch in a fantastic little cafe in Stockport called Alberto's. Delicious, authentic Italian cuisine at a competitive price. It also has a certain something that's lacking in similar establishments in the local area, a little thing I like to call ambiance. Plus, from all the people I've spoken to who've eaten there, none of them have had their wallets stolen. Think about that. Five out of five. That's this edition's restaurant review there. Actually, let's not bother making this a regular feature. I think I've made my point. I haven't actually been to Alberto's, to be honest. The website looks good. I took that ambience thing from a TripAdvisor review. In all fairness, I'm not entirely sure what ambience is. Now I'm very pleased to point out that no one got the competition question right despite thousands of entries. I'd like to be all naive about this and assume that thousands of people have contacted me, but the truth is I'm fully aware that there are a very small collection of individuals, four or five of you perhaps, with way too much time on your hands. Sending entries from multiple aliases, and because you've got no idea what the question even means, you're just typing in random words. Think. You really just have to think about your answers. It's not as complicated as it seems. The question was, what is John's beef? If any normal people want to get involved in this quiz, besides the usual handful of psychopaths, feel free. But in order to discourage multiple entries, I'm asking for all correspondence from this point on to be made on paper, you know, through the mail, the regular mail. Details are on the website. Everyone seems to be taking the word beef, literally. It's a figure of speech. It means he's annoyed. So what's he annoyed about? There is meat involved in there somewhere, but it's poultry. I mean, I've pretty much given it away now. No more clues. Answers on a postcard, or a letter, or whatever. what they call old school. Anyway, let's get the competition feature over and done with. Congratulations to Snail at the usual address. You got there in the end. Congratulations. Question was, what is John's beef? The answer was, of course, Jeanette nibbled the crusts off his chicken sandwich and the crusts are his favourite bit. A bag of air is on its way to you as we speak. I'll be honest with you, I thought I was being clever by changing the rules of the competition feature by only accepting postal submissions. Sadly that policy did not do anything to discourage our regular inundators, you know, Snail and the gang. My recycling bin is full to the brim and it's not being collected until next Tuesday. I'm livid, guys. No more postal submissions, or email, or social media. The next competition will be an entirely psychic one. Send your invisible, silent thoughts my way. 
I'll do my best to decipher them. Here's your competition question. I'll repeat that. As I say, I think you do need to think about the answer and send off the thought vaguely in the direction of northwest England. It's just going to make the whole thing a lot easier to administrate. Thank you. This edition is sponsored by Hamlin's Badger Burgers. Finest quality badger meat in a range of irresistible luxury patties. Better than beef guaranteed or your money back minus the admin and delivery fees. Details on the website. I'm vegan so I can't actually vouch for the quality of this product. It is a dead animal, they turn it into food. They pay me good money to tell you this so if you're happy to feast on a dead badger's flesh you have absolutely no excuse for not doing so. Edith emailed a question about my advertising policies. How come you always say details on the website? Whenever I look at your website, I don't see any details from your advertisers. Edith, the details aren't on my website, they're on the advertiser's website, duh. Sadly, things didn't work out with last week's sponsor, Samuel Fuchs Headset on Tangler. A lot of disgruntled customers have been in touch, actually. I'll read a few of them out. Mumsnet Mickey says, doesn't work, it's just a stick. $15.99 for a stick, says Janie. Doesn't work. Saeed says, it's just a stick, mate. Doesn't work. Annabelle Riley says, seriously, it's just a stick. I paid almost 16 quid plus delivery for this little strip of plastic and it doesn't work. Fitzy says, they say money doesn't grow on trees, but I'll tell you what does. Samuel Fuchs headset untangler. Just a stick. Doesn't work. Professor Juniper says, So, we've reached the stage in late capitalist consumer culture where the Emperor's new clothes are packaged, marketed and sold to the common man. If this business becomes a genuine success, it will spell nothing less than the end of civilization as we know it. I personally will not be investing in this gizmo. I've seen pictures online and frankly, it's just a stick. Moral of the story, guys, get buying your Badger Burgers. This edition is sponsored by the Rodriguez Solution, a 100% natural herbal alternative to illegal truth serum. Do you have a cheating partner who refuses to come clean? Friends or family members with shocking secrets to expose? Or do you just fancy winding up your mates or something? Rodriguez Solution capsules taste exactly like mints. And who doesn't like mints? Let me stress, this is 100% safe and legal. Possible side effects include hair loss and severe itching. Always read the label. The Rodriguez Solution, because the truth is in there. I'm not sure if that's an actual patented catchphrase actually, guys. I'm only pointing that out because our previous sponsor, Hamlin's Badger Burgers, have been taken to court for copyright infringement by the other Hamlins, you know, the toy shop. In hindsight, I knew I'd seen that logo somewhere before. Shoddy work if I'm honest. I had some fairly negative feedback on your product as well if you're listening guys. That explains why badger meat is considered a delicacy in 0% of the world's human population, says one disgruntled consumer. I have high hopes for the Rodriguez solution. All the best to you guys. I took two of your tablets about an hour ago and just to see what would happen. I haven't actually noticed any discernible difference. I guess that means I'm a pretty honest man. 
Once again, Ragback is proud to be sponsored by the Rodriguez Solution, the only safe and legal herbal alternative to the controlled substance known as Truth Serum. As I feared, at this moment in time the Rodriguez Solution is being threatened with legal action by the makers of the TV series The X-Files, because clearly they've got nothing better to do with their time. So next time you decide to re-listen to episode 10, and why wouldn't you? It was a good one. Just ignore me when I use their advertising slogan. I mean, ironically, it's the exact opposite of the X-Files thing. It's in rather than out. They don't understand anything, these people. You see what I mean? What do I know? I'm just speaking the truth as I see it. Possible replacement slogan for you there, actually. Yeah, you can use that. But there is some good news for the Rodriguez Solution. A ragbag listener has been in touch with a touching testimonial. Maureen in Glasgow says, Frank, I heard your advertisement for the Rodriguez Solution and I was intrigued, particularly because I've always suspected my husband of cheating on me. I gave him the recommended dose. Nice idea disguising them as mints, by the way. Sometimes I eat them because I like the taste. Once the drug had kicked in, I was able to conclusively establish that my husband has remained faithful throughout our marriage. However, what he did confess to was a string of brutal murders that took place in the Highlands of Scotland in the late 1990s. He's in prison now, awaiting trial. Wow. Life-changing stuff. I mean, that's what it's all about, really. I need to say no more than that. Details on the website. Right, now listen. We're doing things a little bit differently sponsorship-wise this time, okay? Very strange set of circumstances. Firstly, our new regular sponsor, the Rodriguez Solution, has to pull out. I'll tell you about that another time. Next thing I know, a weirdly anonymous source gets in touch with the offer of a sponsorship deal. I think it's based in Eastern Europe or something. I haven't quite sussed that one out yet. Anyway... He's paid me an extraordinary sum of money, like enough to keep this show running well into the next decade. So thanks for that, Mr. Anonymous. I'm not sure what it is I'm supposed to be advertising here. It's not a product. It's not a service. It's just a bit weird. Here's what he's asked me to read out. This edition of Ragbag is dedicated to the most neglected despised and discriminated against group in our society today white middle-class heterosexual able-bodied cisgendered men are you sure that's right I haven't got any statistics to back up that claim and I personally tick most of the boxes on that list and generally speaking people just let me get on with whatever it is I want to do I mean, thanks for the cash and everything. It's very generous of you. Davy in Stuttgart says, What happened to your competition feature? What do you mean, what happened to it, Davy? I've been doing it every time. But as previously stated, it's gone psychic. I think about the question. You think the answer's back at me, across the ether, so to speak and I send you an invisible prize in return. It's going incredibly well, Davy. Incredibly well. Just get, you know, tuned into different realm, yeah? I'm sure you'll find a handy little how-to guide online, you know, Wikipedia or something. I'll tell you how these types of communications work. 
and I'll see you on the other side, so to speak. This edition is sponsored by Squarespace. <laughs> Only joking. <laughs> Square... <laughs> Squarespace. I'm only joking, I I don't even know what that is. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I hadn't heard of our current sponsor until they got in touch, but I am of course happy to endorse their product in exchange for money. This edition is sponsored by Hedge Mazes R Us, not affiliated with the recently closed down toy shop with a similar name. The old me would have had a few choice words about your choice of name but the new me you know what it's your business your choice where were we oh yeah ever wanted your own hedge maze look no further than hedge mazes are us mazes of all shapes and sizes custom made to fit all sizes of lawn unless you've got a really small lawn i mean it looked nice but it'd be pretty rubbish maze in my opinion details on the website. Unfortunately we had to part company with our previous sponsor the Socialpedia Network. Um, Usual story being taken to court for invasion of privacy blah blah blah. I'm being called as a witness blah 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 blah. Story of my life guys. I knew I should have vetted them properly. Bit too busy with this and that. I've gone for the safe option this time. I haven't actually vetted Hedge Mazes R.O.S. either, but, you know, they're a Hedge Maze design company. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, you know what? It is kind of bothering me, actually. Hedge Mazes are very much an upmarket kind of product. Hedge Mazes R.O.S. contains both a grammatical inaccuracy and a deliberate spelling error which you're completely within your rights to do but you're making a very very high-end classy kind of product into something very cheap and down market and oh and now I put it in those terms I see what you're doing here guys you're actually revolutionizing the hedge maze industry you're um just looking at some of your prices here very competitive this is a very bold move you're taking hedge mazes to the mass market and that's well now that's a real game changer I've actually um, I think that's brought a little tear to my eye no one has ever had the guts to take hedge mazes to the mass market before my god Also, you've really made me question what I mean when I use the word classy because I know deep down that class is a ridiculous notion, a concept created by those at the top as a means of controlling the ones at the bottom. And come to think of it, what's all this upmarket and downmarket business? They're terms that are built on fundamentally flawed assumptions. Do yourself a favour, listeners, get yourself a bespoke hedge maze. They're not as expensive as you might think. I can't get one myself, I don't own any land. But maybe maybe you don't need to. Maybe you can join a community gardening project and then surprise everyone one day by installing an elaborate hedge maze in the middle of the lawn. Do it. What could possibly go wrong? Well, I feel like I've jinxed it now by saying that. You know what, I've got to do this week's sponsor. I've been putting it off. Maybe this is something to do with the way that I'm feeling as well, just having to jump through this particular hoop. I was hoping I could get away with not saying this at all, but they're paying me to say it, so I have to. This edition is sponsored by Pipe Smokers Rule OK, an international network of pipe smoking enthusiasts. Check their website to find out your nearest local group 
wherever you are in the world, from Moscow to the Maldives. Sure, says their press release, we're an international organisation with thousands of members, but really, we're just a friendly bunch of like-minded individuals who like to meet up and smoke tobacco. They've put that in block capitals. Perhaps they've been mistaken for a vaping network, or maybe they just get inundated with requests from crack cocaine users. We smoke tobacco, they continue, from a pipe. Again, block capital. So no cigarette smokers, no cigar smokers, no chewing tobacco. To be part of this exclusive club, you must smoke tobacco from a pipe. I haven't actually checked up on the rules around advertising for this sort of group. I'm not personally condoning the use of tobacco products. I'm simply endorsing a group that doesn't seem to have a problem with the implicated health risks. And we're all grown-ups, right? Hello to any children who might be listening. Apart from you, we're all grown-ups. But I really ought to put some kind of disclaimer in there, like those pictures of diseased lungs they put on cigarette packets. As this is audio, I'll have to give you the verbal equivalent. Join Pipe Smokers Rule OK if that floats your proverbial boat. But bear in mind, if you do that, you're probably going to die prematurely of some kind of smoking-related illness. Details on the website. Now, here's something very exciting, folks. We've had an audio submission from a listener... This is Matt, with a question for the guru. Hi there. Um, Hi there. My name is Matt. Uh, Big fan of yours. Thank you for taking my question. I've I've had a problem for a couple years now, and and I haven't really told a lot of people about it, and I was kind of hoping you might be able to help me out here. Um, Well... I, it's it's tricky. I, I apologize for my, my hesitance here. It's it's a bit revealing, I guess. But I, I suppose to to really address the question that I need help with today, the, the thing that I I need your assistance with, the, the the trauma and difficulty that I struggle with, the the error within my finely tuned life, the the, the putting inside of my cup of water, so to speak. I have a mole on, on my head under the hair and nobody notices it, nobody can see it, and nobody knows it's there but me. And I never notice it except when I rub the top of my head and then I feel a little bump on my scalp. And I just kind of want to know what do you think I should do about that? Um, also kind of a, a minor question, uh, cancer runs in my family and I haven't been to the doctor yet. Any thoughts there? Thanks. Oh, you know what? Thanks for getting in touch, Matt. And let me assure you, you have nothing to worry about. This sounds like the kind of paranoid thought that can easily unsettle a person for no good reason. So chill out. Try a bit of meditation. I'll tell you what's been proven to be very good for relaxation. Tobacco. Any kind of tobacco product you like. Cigarettes. Cigars are very good. Or you can smoke a pipe. Just an idea. Once again, thanks for getting in touch. Now, I hope you don't think I'm contradicting myself based on the views I expressed on the use of tobacco products in the last episode I presented. Now, it's true that our sponsor, Pipe Smokers Rule OK, weren't too happy with those views. And it's also true that I assured our sponsors that I would not be repeating those views again, provided that they continue to give so generously to the upkeep of this show. Speaking of which, this edition is indeed once again sponsored by Pipe Smokers Rule OK, an international network of pipe smoking communities. Look them up online. Strictly no vapors or crack cocaine users, Pipe Smokers Rule OK is a community of tobacco smokers. Good, old, honest, Harmless, decent, delicious tobacco. Smoke to your heart and indeed your lungs content because I believe that any medical testing which would appear to prove that smoking tobacco products is detrimental to a person's health is little more than fake news, ladies and gentlemen. Fake news. Go on. 
take up smoking. What could po- what could possibly go wrong? Once again, this edition is sponsored by Felix Munnery, the saviour of humankind. Felix advises me that a large number of ragbag listeners have officially joined his religion, several of whom have now gone to join him and his 12 wives in their commune in Inverness. I may well have more than 12 wives by the time you read this, he adds with a smiley. Actually, it's a, one of those emojis where the little face is winking at you. Yeah. What else can I say about Felix? Well, the name says it all, really. He is the saviour of humankind. You understand what that means, don't you? Actually, he's created the universe as well, because he's also the physical manifestation of the creator known as the Great Felix. You're following this, right? So, interesting question, Felix. If you created humankind and you're also the saviour of humankind. Who or what are you saving humankind from? Ourselves, possibly? Yeah, I mean, someone really needs to do that. And by the sound of things, Felix is the man or indeed the deity for the job. I mean, I don't pay attention to the news or any of that sort of thing, but from what I can gather, there's all sorts of terrible things going on out there, you know, in the real world. All sorts of stuff, like you wouldn't believe. Thank God for Felix. Or, I suppose, thanks Felix for Felix. Get used to getting the language right on that one. Here's a good example, unfortunately. A listener has been in touch with some grave news. Karen in Stoke-on-Trent emailed to say, I don't usually listen to your podcast. No problem, Karen. But my son does or until recently he did, I'm getting in touch for some advice because I understand that's a service you provide and seeing as my 22-year-old son is a fan of yours, perhaps you'll be able to understand his current mindset a little better than I can. I'll try my best, I will, I will. Karen continues, I'm afraid to say my son has joined a religious cult and has left home without warning and travelled to Scotland. He had £10,000 in savings, which was supposed to be put towards a deposit on a house. That money is now gone, snapped up by the maniac who runs the scam, and because my son donated his money of his own free will, it doesn't count as theft. But money is not the most important thing. I'm fearful for my son's safety, and I just want him back in my life. You see what I mean? Shocking, isn't it? Now, the good news, Karen, is that your son is a ragbag listener. Now, I know that you're not, so let me tell you something about ragbag listeners. They're a dedicated bunch of people. They never miss a second of this show, even when the quality dips a little. I mean, they listen to every single second of Uncle Claude's effort and still came back for more. Extraordinary level of commitment. Which is good because... It means even though he's joined a cult, he'll still be listening to the podcast. Even if the rules of his new environment forbid it, he will find a way. So your son will hear what I'm about to say. And I hope you don't mind me doing this, Karen, but I believe in a certain level of tough love being applied in these situations. And we both love him. You love him because he's your son. And I love him because he listens to Ragbag. This kind of makes him like a child of mine as well yeah here it comes tough love what's his name again will okay i'll use his full name because he's in trouble right now william get out of that cult and get a train back to stoke-on-trent straight away you think you're being clever by giving all your money away and scaring your own mother half to death you're a disgrace william an absolute disgrace step up and do the right thing You've been brainwashed, that's no excuse. I've got no sympathy for you whatsoever. Get home now and apologise to your mother. And you know what else your mother mentioned to me on the email? You apparently got the idea for joining this cult when you heard it being advertised on a podcast of all places. An advert on a podcast? Who the hell listens to adverts on podcasts? No one. 
You know what you should do if you want to pay attention to podcast advertising? Don't join a cult. Get yourself a Squarespace account. Whatever that is. You heard William. You're an absolute disgrace. So we all know how that turned out. Felix Munnery, the saviour of humankind, is no longer sponsoring this podcast. I should send an invoice to all these companies again, seeing as I've effectively re-released all of their adverts. But, you know, I can't be bothered with all the legal trouble. I'm not supposed to be talking about the Bin Ladens, but actually the terms of our settlement don't specifically prevent me from playing old clips of me talking about them. So, ha! In your face! Before we head off into the night, let's do the dodecahedron feature, a.k.a. here's a tune that I like that I haven't played on Ragbag before, and it's high time that I did. Let's just pretend that dodecahedron is the acronym for that. Here's this week's tune, and it's by one of my favourite bands, Slamboree, and I was going to play it because I interviewed them for the bonus bag last year at the Moving Festival. Unfortunately, because we were at a festival... There was a big load of background noise and the audio quality just wasn't good enough. I'm hoping to interview them again properly in a quieter location. As I say, they're a great band, absolutely brilliant live. Their live show really has to be seen to be believed. And they're also a great bunch of people to hang around with. So there you go. I'll stop talking now. Here's the tune. This is called Big Love. Something new's come your way. Gotta get that big love, big love every day. Come your way Gotta get that big love, big love every day Thank you. 
Thank you for listening. Another best of episode will be with you at some point next week when I can get it together to put it out. You know how it is with stuff and life and all that sort of thing. Buy my books in the meantime, A History of Sarcasm, which is a short story collection. I also have a novel called 100, which you can get from Amazon or get the audiobook version from Bandcamp. And check out all of my other stuff at frankburton.co.uk. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done already. And, you know, rate, review, blah, 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 blah. Bye. Podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more.